Hello, you guys. <clears throat> this is Simone Faith here at 252 Beauty Supply located in Moyock, North Carolina, where we talk about business, beauty, and everything in between. Today, guys, I want to talk about something that's going around on TikTok, Instagram, and all these social media sites, and it is called quiet quitting. Now, I'm going to be honest, you guys. When I was a younger person, it wasn't called quiet quitting. Um... It was called slacking. You know, you you simply slacked up off your job. And what people are doing, in case my listeners don't know what that is, is quiet quitting. You know how when you was younger, your parents would say, work really hard, go above and beyond, you know, the expectations, whether you get recognized or not, because that was the key to success. Work hard and eventually you would get paid. So what people are doing now is they're not going above and beyond at the job. They're not doing the extra mile. Matter of fact, they're doing the bare minimum. Even in China, they're doing something called lay down. So there's quiet quitting and there's lay down. In China, people are just laying down. They're not buying cars. They're not looking for houses. They're only working the bare minimum to go rent a motel, to eat something to eat. They're walking around and they're just laying wherever they could find shelter and they're laying in groups, right? Because there's safety in numbers in case you guys didn't know. So laying down is really like quiet quitting because quiet quitting is essentially going to work and, you know, instead of playing the game to move up, you simply don't. And how many of us have these horrible jobs that we go to and you got to kiss everybody, but you have to smile in your manager's faces. I mean, you know, you hate the people, you loathe them. You know, you're working more than 50, 60 hours a week. And there's no, there's no compensation for that. There's nothing but a pat on the back. And when it's time for your yearly review, okay, guys, you get nothing. Let me give you an example. When I knew that I was quiet quitting and which is really slacking off and looking for something else. Typically, when a person is getting ready to transition in, whether they transitioning into their own business or another job, you can tell where they used to come faithfully, they was on time, you know, slowly they start slacking. Maybe they're late two minutes, two minutes turning to five, five turning 30, 30 turns into an hour. And typically you could get away with that, especially if you're at a place where um, your boss is having a hard time hiring people. Um, you have people that take longer lunches, you know, they steal time, you know, they, uh, they say they got to work at 830, but they really got there at 930. They, they start stealing time. They don't care about their job. They don't care about the performance. And you guys, I don't know how to say how to feel about this because one part of it seems really lazy. Like, you know, you're not going to give it two weeks. You're very thoughtless. You're just going to get out the job. You're not going to work as hard as you could because you feel underappreciated. Some of that comes from a lack of education on our part. And when there's a lack of education, then typically you get the worst jobs possible. Now, with the people who have education and has worked their way up to the top, you have an opportunity to go somewhere else. And I'm not saying um, all businesses have trifling managers, but quite a few of them do. And you really have to find the business where you are the fit because there's pitfalls to quiet quitting. Some of the pitfalls is you're always on edge because you know that you're not doing your work. And if the company goes under, you're the first to go, right? Or if we hit 
if we hit a real a real recession where they are acknowledging that to the public then your job is probably going to go underneath, right? You're going to be the one to get fired. You're the one that you have to worry about. People are always looking at you because despite what you think, managers who care about their business are paying attention. And that goes to saying with managers who care about their business, care about their people, because without people, without good people, you cannot have a successful business. So it's very important to think about that because a lot of people have just flat out quit their jobs. They didn't quite quit, they let go. Matter of fact, it's so bad now that even when you make an interview, people just are not showing up for the interviews. Now, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if a lot of people got side hustles, if a lot of people opened up businesses, I don't know. But guys, listen, towards the end of this year, the 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 stuff is going to hit the fan. Now, I want to be one of the first people on record to say I am sure that after the elections hit, our officials will not give a damn about your ass. So if you are trying to quiet quit, think about that. Think about that. This may be the wrong time to slack up on your job. You're not going to do it because you're working with Lazy Susie and Susie don't want to do it. So you're not going to do it. No. And let me tell you something else too, guys. I never really quiet quit a job. If I know that I'm going to quit, I typically talk to my managers. I do the right thing. Even if I haven't gave a two week, I gave at least a week notice to let them know I have found something different. And typically another job want to start you within the week. But I feel as though if you have good rapport with your managers, quit. It's nothing personal. It's business because, you know, businesses want to get the most out of you for the least amount of money. You know, businesses want you to do two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight jobs and pay you for one person, right? And employees, us, we want to get the most amount of money for the least amount of work. So we both are thinking the same, okay? Capitalism, we are both thinking the same. So you guys, it's better to find something that you like to do. I don't care if you like to be a maid, if you like to wash clothes, fold them real neat, um, see a smile on customer face and get that to them, then that's a job where money is important, but not as important as your happiness. I have suggested to everybody, do what you love, because when you do what you hate, it shows. How many times have you guys been to a place with customer service and they have the worst customer service in the world. Like they're mad that they're at their job. They're mad that you came in. You know, if they're working on a holiday and you show up, you have to hear how they working on a holiday or they wish they could be doing this. They're not cheery, happy people because people get jobs to pay bills, right? And typically people get jobs to pay bills and some of those jobs are jobs they hate. They hate they hate it. You know they hate it. You can feel they hate it. And typically, you get the grunt boot of their hate. So I'm telling you guys now, all these young and old people, and if you old and you quiet quitting, you too old for that, okay? I mean, your butt is almost dust and you running around acting like you 25. If you haven't figured out the type of career you want by now and you 70 and you still have to work and you quiet quitting and you complaining on the job, kick yourself in the butt because that's the life that you created for yourself. Nobody created that life for you.
So I just want to tell you guys about the quiet quitting and the laying down because there's two types that's going on in the world. And as I said, when I was younger, it was simply slacking off. You just simply didn't do the job and you got fired. And you wasn't shocked when you got fired. You simply wasn't. Now, I'm going to give you guys an example of um, I understand why people are quiet quitting. I don't really agree with it, agree with it, but I understand it. When I was working at Hopeline, you guys, um, out in Elizabeth City, um, I had two directors. One was just fabulous. She was just a fabulous uh, director. She was over the women's shelter. She really helped a lot of women. As a matter of fact, her name is Carol. Shout out to Carol. She is wonderful. Um, she will give you the coat off of her back. I mean, um, she she was like a sister to me, um, you know, and she was all about her work. She really was. And I had another director and I won't mention her name, but I will say this. She wanted me to do maximum amount of work for a little pay. And when I say maximum amount of work, I mean, um, even wanted me to be on call for the girls um, that I was over, even on my off day. Now, listen, on call is okay if you're getting paid the right, the right amount of money. And let me, let me say something about that. If I was single, right? Because when you have a family or you have a wife or you have a husband, even if you're getting paid good, you can't get your time back. How many times have I told you guys, your time is worth more than any money that a job will pay you? Because that's something you can't get back. And when I was working at this job, I was busting my butt, but I didn't bust my butt because of the director. I bust my butt because I genuinely liked the people that I was working with. I liked our customers. I liked what I was doing. But I am going to say this. My other director didn't give two shakes about what we was doing. Um, we went from being closed on Sunday. She wanted to be open seven days a week because her job was to get the maximum amount of cash that she could get. And she was literally wringing you out to dry. She didn't care much about you. It was all about business, nothing personal, nothing personal. And that's, that was one of my maybe third times really looking at business in the aspect that I looked at business. And when COVID hit, and we had to get laid off. She did not bring us over to the the rescue side of the shelter. She didn't ask us if we wanted to answer phones or if we wanted to do this just until, you know, COVID went over. No, she didn't do that. She came up to the job. She thanked each and every one of us for our hard work. And then she gave us a $25 gift card to Walmart. And that was it. That was it. There was no guarantee the store would open again. There was no guarantee we would have the spots. None of that happened. Three to four months later, she called. She wanted everybody to come back in, and you was coming in at half the hours, okay? Half the hours. And she wanted us to come back in and deal with COVID-infested stuff because when people are doing drop-offs to, like, a, a shelter for battered and abused women. You know, everybody don't always wash the clothes, so you gotta kinda go through the merchandise to see. And she still wanted us to go through it after COVID. When she know a lot of people was dying from COVID, she didn't care. It was a money business for her. This is why I tell you guys, I really kind of understand why people are quiet quitting. I didn't do that though. Before I got ready to quit, I told her, hey, I, I think I'm going to open a business. You know, she chuckled at first because, you know, 
maybe in her mind she was paying me a decent enough salary to hold on to me but no i did not like working every single sunday i did not like um driving in the rain in the snow when it was snow and the roads was bad she still wanted the store open it did not matter she wanted to make that dollar that was very important to make that money so for me it was easy for me to put in a two weeks and let it go that's not a job i would go back to but i did put in a two weeks and i opened up my own business best decision i ever made as you guys know on my channel i definitely believe in having a side hustle open up a business i don't care if you're working a full-time job open up something if you decide to do pressure washing whatever you good at whatever somebody trained you at or whatever you have learned make it a business that's a good way to get side money maybe all you make is an extra ten thousand a year but that's an extra ten thousand where you know if you build your business you're going to stay on top. And when you're opening up a side business, let me say this caveat to that. Work at it, okay, you guys? That means when you get off your nine to five, do whatever you have to do. Email people, find the latest products, get people to look at your store, work your websites, okay? If you want to move out into the world, on your lunch break, do business. When you're off do the business for the business you're trying to open, you guys. Okay, don't have asset. And that's if you're really trying to do it. So remember, if you're going to quiet quit, you guys think about it. Because I'm telling you, after these elections, why would they keep our gas price low? Why? You know, that is the worst thing that could happen is before elections, if our gas was at 4 or $5, right? But once these people get voted in, what obligation do they have to you to keep anything low? Everything is about to go upside down. And let me just say, this episode was about quiet quitting. But before I let you guys go, let me say this. Please, please, please grow something in your backyard, you guys. I don't care if it's beans, if it's cabbage, if it's lettuce. Grow something in your backyard. And you have to remember this. Grow for generations to come. Grow for generations to come. Don't just grow because, you know, just for you and your family. If this is a house that you're going to pass down to somebody in your family, teach them, prepare them how to grow something. If you have children, if you have a wife or a husband, learn it together. Grow something, you guys, because you do not want to be completely dependent on a system that is failing us, okay? And also, guys, look at what's going on. You know that they're trying to move us to digital currency. Digital currency. Okay, now, you know, I am a big Bible thumper. I believe in God. And when I say God, I'm talking about Jesus Christ who died for our sins, who came down in the flesh. And you guys, listen, the Bible is fulfilling itself. In order for it to be a one world government and where you can't buy and sell, then how else could they do that except through digital currency, right? If we keep cash, right, then the Bible wouldn't fulfill itself because cash can be traced all the time. So, you know, think about that, you guys. Get yourself in order. And let me tell you something else before I go. You guys, pay attention. The IRS is hiring 87,000 more new people to govern middle class and lower class people. That's scary. 87,000. And they're training them. They're training them and telling them that they want them, if, if, in, if in confrontation, they want them to be okay to use deadly force. Think about that, guys. That is scary. To be okay to use deadly force against 
people, middle class, lower income people, you're going to go through their bank statements and check their money to see what they owe the IRS. You know, that's insane. That's insane. Why is this going on? Why is our government spending millions of dollars for 87,000 new IRS agents? Think about that, you guys. Think about that. And I know, listen, I'm not... I'm not a really uh, a, a real big conspiracy theorist, but guys, listen, some of this stuff is right there in our face. Look at Biden. Biden said we're going to a cashless society. I mean, think about that. We are on our way to a cashless society. There is no getting around it. We are on our way. And if we are on our way, then that is a scary. So I'm telling you guys, get prepared. And when I say get prepared, that doesn't mean go out, get guns, get ammo and shoot people up what that means is prepare yourself have some cash on hand have some cash in bank don't have everything in one location you guys you need to always make sure you have a card that is filled up with gas you need to have your um your um go your uh go bag in case you got to get up and go you need to have a a go bag always accessible and ready because you just don't know And within our world in this little time, it has been so many things that has happened. I mean, not a little bit, a lot of bit. In this little bit of time, it's been so much stuff going on. And a lot of people is getting caught off off guard. I've been telling people for a very long time, at least for the last year, you don't have to go out and spend $300 on, on, on canned goods, but you should be spending at least $20 a week. And some people say, Simone, I don't have $20 a week. Well, you have $20 a week for McDonald's. You have $20 a week for cookout. You know, if, if you put that joint down, that purple kush, you got 20 bucks, right? If, if you like to drink, you know, you want some Hennessy or something, don't buy it. Go buy some canned goods, stock up your food. And listen, you don't have to go to these big markets, go to the Dollar Tree. Yes, it is a dollar twenty-five, but a dollar twenty-five beats two dollars all day. So just go get it. Help yourself, okay? Help yourself because you never know who in your family may have to come to you and, and, and you know, essentially live off you. You just don't know. So you guys look into quiet quitting, look into um, laying down in China, look into the IRS and them hiring 87,000 agents. And if you're a person who's looking for a job, the IRS is hiring. Um, look into that, you guys. Look into Biden saying we're going to a cashless society. You know, the dollar's been dropping for quite a few years. It, it, this didn't just boop one day happen. Our money has been fading for many, many, many years. So you have to be prepared for the fade. That is what I tell people. Okay, you guys, this is Simone Faith at 252 Beauty Supply located in Moyoc, North Carolina. And listen, I understand quiet quitting. I just don't agree with the methods that people are using, right? And I don't agree with just walking out of a job. You know, when you're young, you may do it. But when you're in your 30s and 40s, you know, you shouldn't think as a child anymore. You should be a mature adult. And if the job is not working for you, that's okay. That's okay. You know, you don't have to stay. But be mature about it. I'm just saying. All right, guys. Um, Until either later on this week or next week, I'll talk to you guys later. Have a great, great weekend. Bye.